MMA Fight Corner. Joining us in the Fight Corner right now, fighting this weekend at UFC 145 in Atlanta, Georgia, uh, UFC heavyweight Brendan Shaw. Brendan, how's everything today? Things are good. Things are good. A little early. I'm used to Denver time, but it's all good, man. Hey, we're on Vegas time here, so it's a little earlier. Ah, true that. I like you guys' style. Yeah, yeah, we don't play around, that's for sure. That's for sure. Now, we uh, we haven't seen you in the cage in a while. Uh, you know, we haven't seen you since your last fight against uh, Noguera. Um, what's the uh, last eight months been like for you? Uh, it's been a grind. Um, you know, uh, I'm, a, I'm not a guy who takes a lot of time off and... Uh, you know, so it's been eight months of training. It's been a, a 12-week camp for me, so uh, it, it's just been a grind. I've made a lot of improvements and uh, uh, got to work on stuff, get healthy. So it, it's been a, a productive eight months, I should say. Well, that, that's good. Where uh, Did you spend most of it there in Colorado or the whole time in Colorado? No, uh, the bulk of it in Denver here, but, um, uh, you know, I was out in Vegas helping Vitor Bell for, uh, I spent some time with George St. Pierre, um, uh, all over. I was down in L.A. at Rain with Mark Munoz, but uh, for camp, I was based out of Denver. How's everything going over at Grudge uh, with uh, Trevor? Uh, seemed to be good. The the, the, the gym's doing good, and, um, you know, Trevor has his group of guys, and uh, guys are winning fights, so I think everything's good for Trevor down there. That That's good, that's good. Now, you got a very uh, very tough opponent in Big Ben Rothwell. Uh, you know, a lot of people, you know, the, the hardcore fans know who he is, but those who uh, who don't, what what can they expect when they see you in there with Ben? Uh, man, Ben's as tough as they come. He's, uh, he's a big dude. His nickname is Big Ben, so you expect a big guy, and uh, this is his 40th fight, so He's one of those tough vets uh, with a granite chin. So um, people who haven't seen him, you know, he's he's uh, he's similar to Roy Nelson, just a little bit taller. He beat him in the IFL, and uh, he's he's a tough guy. Yeah, that definitely is. Um, now you um, very interesting, and uh, you actually have the hand wraps from your fight with Noguera hanging in your bathroom. I understand. Yeah. Yeah. Explain that and why you did that. Um, man, because that was the worst feeling uh, of my career, and I put those hand wraps up there to, to you know, every morning. I, that's the first thing I see to, you know, make sure I'm going the extra uh, distance today in training. So, um, man, that hand wrap's just a reminder to not, not let that happen again, especially to get beat at my own craft in, in boxing in the octagon drove me nuts. So um, every day since, since – uh, since that uh, fight down in Brazil, uh, I would end practice with, with 100 jabs, no matter, you know, what we are doing, hitting mitts or wrestling or what, I ended up 100 jabs. So it's been eight months, and I've been throwing 100 jabs every day. So um, if I look like Popeye on my left side, now you know why, man. That's a lot of jabs. <laughs> yeah, a lot of jabs, a lot of jabs. That's a lot of tenacity there. Um, I understand that, you know, back in the day you were with the NFL, that you were practice squad with the Bills, you know, and then from there you went to the UFC, started your career 4-0. and You know, what kind of, uh, I guess, mental state does it take for you to keep pursuing fights in the UFC and keeping up at that level every day? Oh, man, it's, uh, you know, just to be the best, to be the champion, uh, you know, that's my motivation and, uh Man, this is a dog-eat-dog business, and uh, if you're not kind of 
preparing yourself in the in the right way, you're going to get exposed in there. And uh, I don't think there's anything scary in professional sports than jump inside the octagon with a, a top top five top ten uh heavyweight so for me it's kind of fear that motivates me and uh, i seem to deal with it all right now you actually started out your career with the ufc in the ultimate fighter season 10 rashad was your coach you were like his second pick for his team what was that like working with him uh, well, Rashad and I had a relationship prior coming to the house. Uh, we trained together, and uh, we were both affiliated with Jackson. So, um, man, Rashad's been a good friend of mine for a long time. So being in the house, you know, it was a little bit of an advantage because, you know, I knew him and, uh, you know, I could talk to him and tell him how I was feeling and stuff like that. So uh, it worked out well for me on the show. And how do you see the main event going between him and Jones? Uh, you know, I just, yeah, I think people who count Rashad out are, are crazy. You know, it's it's kind of Rashad's mo. People like to count him out and consider him the underdog all the time. And the guy's twenty and one, so he's obviously doing something right. And um, you know, I hear the critics and stuff like that. Uh, you know, saying he doesn't have a shot, but that that's that's crazy to me. Rashad's one of those guys who who does well with his back against the wall. Absolutely. Now, as far as your own fights go, um, I had read that during the eight months that. You know, you had tried to get a booking with Joe Silver and Dana White. However, it didn't come to fruition over the eight months, but that you really didn't pursue. Were you just taking that time for yourself to really recollect and, like, gather, get right back on the track that you needed to be on to get back to the winning type mentality? No, not at all. Um you know, I I come from a football background and, and growing up playing, you know, uh, highly competitive sports. You know, you're going to lose in this sport. And for me, you know, um and I think you learn most about an athlete, you know, coming off a loss. When you're winning, this this sport's easy. When you're knocking guys out in a minute, that's the easy part. Um, so, for me, I was asking for fights, and a couple fell through, and uh, a couple of fights went the other way. So uh, that was for the long layoff. If, if it was up to me, I would have fought a lot sooner. Okay, thank you. How many times would you like to fight in the, uh, you know, uh, in a year? You know, it's what's tough. the ideal it's- number? Yeah, with the division now and uh, as much training as I do, uh, as long as camp as they do, I, I say uh, two to three, no more than three. Okay, now really quickly, you did mention uh, you know how tough it is in the UFC and especially in the heavyweight division. Um, not to look past uh, this this weekend and what happens with Ben, but everything worked out all this all well this weekend, and uh, everything goes according to plan. Walk away, no injury. You ready to step in there if they call you for Alistair Overeem's replacement? Uh, yeah, 100%. That'd be the only fight I'd jump into right away would, would be if they called me to, to fight Dos Santos for the title. That's a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. I'd, I'd be ready. All right. Well, uh, I, I didn't want you to jump to the conclusions, you know, but, uh, you know, we got to ask because that's uh, one of the biggest heavyweight fights in the world, and, my goodness, I hope it happens. But if not, we'd love to see you in there. Oh, I appreciate it, man. All right. Well, listen, uh, Brendan, we appreciate your time. Thanks very much, and uh, wish you the best of luck this weekend against Ben Rothwell. Thanks, guys. Don't forget to tune in to UFC 145, Jones versus Evans, Saturday, April 21st at 7 p.m. from the Phillips Arena in Atlanta, Georgia. Thank you for listening to the MMA Fight Corner on Fox Sports Radio, 920 a.m. The MMA Fight Corner.